Welcome back to the Rec Center. He's Jack Ferris. I'm Lindsay Joy. And Jack, I think we only took a week off. It definitely feels like more, but do we need to like apologize and explain to the listeners that we just have, we have busy lives. Yeah, no, 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 we, no, 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 we don't need to apologize to, and oh, you're, you're, you're doing a bit, my bad. No, I was just going to say, <laughs> I, just, I wasn't doing a bit. Were you building up this to in. a punchline? I was, no, I was just going to say, you described it to me last week, I believe as like, you have a lot of stuff flapping in the wind. And I just really felt that, like, I think we both have a lot of stuff flapping in the wind right now. And yeah. that's why we took a week off again it feels like more i'm pretty sure it was just a week and we're not sorry because you don't want to be sorry no we don't know the people anything you're welcome people you're welcome we're back my text messages are still open for recommendations which i have i guess the reason i want to apologize is i feel like i have been getting texts of people being like hey what's going on with this show or you know like should you you're not putting out pods <clears throat> anymore should i watch this so it's been one week chill out everybody it's been one week. Um, so we're back. We took a week off. We got a lot of stuff flopping in the wind, a lot of balls in the air. And there's a ton of TV right now, which it's not like a ton of great TV, but just a lot of content. And there are many, many, many things on Netflix that I have not even touched that if it were any other time, I would have finished them within the first day of them dropping. So I feel like I'm neglecting things a little bit. Maybe you have watched some of them. So we'll see. We'll see how we much we, how much we, we cover. Do you want to dive into it or do you have any other thoughts you want to talk about fantasy football? I don't the last thing I want to talk about is fantasy football. Let's um I'll start. <clears throat> I'll take the ball and run with it. Uh let's start positive because my next I go positive to Matt to oh quite bad. And all three are Netflix. Um the chair. Okay, great. Sandra O oh and Jay Duplass. Uh, the other Duplass brother, we're very familiar with Mark Duplass, who's in like all the things. His producing writing partner, Jay Duplass, is actually older. This is like, I'm pretty sure it's the first time he's acted in anything. And he is marvelous. He is very, very good. Um, it is a show about the English department at fictional Pembroke University. There is a University of Pembroke, like North Virginia or something, but this is not it. I looked it up because um, I thought it'd be cool if that was your school that they did. Um, anyway, it's supposed to be like a quasi-prestigious school, like relatively tough to get into, but not an Ivy League. Um, Can I just tell you, I thought they said it. I thought they say in there it's a low Ivy, like it's an Ivy, but it's like a bad Ivy. Right. I, well, I could be wrong. Okay. Okay. I so, could be wrong. Yeah, right. You always could be wrong. Um Sandra O, JD Plot, the whole thing, it's six 30 minute episodes. So the whole thing's three hours. Uh, you'll you'll be watching it and all of a sudden you'll, you know, you'll be invested and all of a sudden it's gonna be over and you're gonna be like, huh? Like this is absolutely something you could watch on a Friday night and not feel like you're exerting yourself. Um it, the stakes are there, they're not crazy high, but they're definitely not zero. So it's just enough to to keep you invested. Um Sandra O oh has been the chair for all of like two weeks and everything's falling apart. Uh, it kind of pokes fun at the me too movement. Not sorry, not the me too movement. It pokes fun at like the woke generation. Um, it does so well. Uh, and like everyone's kind of at fault for how we get offended and when we get offended and what we're allowed to be offended over. 
Um, it's really cool. It's really smart. The whole J Du Plus is just charming as all get up as a Sandra O. Oh. That's that's the best part of the show. Holland Taylor is phenomenal. She's the oh, older. Yeah. And did you know she's in a relationship with Sarah Paulson? Oh, you know what? I might have known that. It's They're funny like that thirty you... years difference. Holland Taylor, Sarah Paulson. You've seen her in a million things. Uh, she's in the. She plays Marsha. Marsha in the People versus O.J. Simpson. She's in a million different things. She's in one mm-hmm. of my favorite movies of 2020, which was. Um, God, what was that movie that's based in the Tri Cities in Washington, where she's an overbearing mother? Mother. I think I missed I think that in, one. Based I think it's based in Pasco, Washington. I don't know. And uh, oh my God. Okay, you Google that, and I'm gonna you Google that, and then you can jump back in. I'm gonna share some thoughts. Uh, the chair is great. I have it as four stars. I don't think you did stars yet. Sandra O, oh, love her. She's known really for Grace, but she is so good in everything she's in, and she is great in this. I didn't know that was Jay Duplass's first acting. I feel like he has a familiar face, but I obviously knew he was Mark's Mark's bro, bro. Um, but the, I didn't know until the very very end that Benioff and Weiss were involved. But it's is yeah, are they bullshit. tangentially involved via Amanda Pete? I think they're just the, yeah yeah. They're the more. Uh, by the way, the name of the movie is called Run, and I think I recommended it sometime last year because I love this movie. It's Run. It's on, it's free on Hulu. It's a Hulu original. If you haven't seen it, Run to Hulu. It's a ninety minute thriller. It's fabulous. Um, back to Benioff, Benioff and Weiss. Uh, the more removed I am from Game of Thrones, the more shit is coming out about them. How they're like. They're really good at adapting when it comes to anything original. They're just the worst in the world, which anyone could figure that out watching the last couple of seasons of Game of Thrones, which you never did, right? No. Okay. Um, So they signed, they were all set to do a Star Wars trilogy all by themselves. That got next. Um, Then Netflix signed them for a huge, huge deal. And I guess Netflix has systematically been turning down all their scripts. Like so, they'll they'll toss an idea to Netflix. And Netflix is like, no, dude. And by the way, Netflix puts on dog shit programming, pardon my French, from time to time. They definitely throw SHIT. See what I will? See what I did there? They definitely throw stuff for the wall to see what sticks. And if they're turning down, probably because Weiss and Benioff are suggesting things that are going to cost a ton of money. And Netflix is like, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not embarking on that journey. But it's crazy that they, Netflix brought them on and they've produced nothing. First of all, just on the budget note, Ryan Murphy, I feel like it's a very high budget for his Netflix productions, and they're not always good. They're just shiny. Um, the I think maybe maybe the Netflix suits can still smell the stink, and we can all still smell the stink of the end of Game of Thrones. So maybe they just want more time to pass. So. My curiosity with them that I didn't Google after the fact was, did this come to Netflix through Benioff and Weiss and that contract? Or was it just Amanda Pete, who is married to, is it Benioff or Weiss? I never, it's Benioff. they're it's the Benioff. same person. Okay. I think this definitely feels feminine and I, I don't mean that's clearly not a diss, but it definitely, it feels like uh, a feminine hand is behind it. Feminine, feminine hand is behind it. Um like I don't like. There's nothing, Benioff. I mean, unless they're I. In short, 
I can't see how they would have been involved. Like but it they doesn't take their names on. You just think right. just like money. It's a wow. three hour show. There's like four or five sets. It, they probably shot it in less than six weeks. Like did it really need three showrunners? So yes, I think Amanda Pete was boots on the ground and maybe the other two like helped negotiate like the photog deals. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, just, I was, I truly, until I finished the entire show did not see their names. I think in the credits scrolling at the end, or maybe I Googled it. I don't remember. And I was like, I had, and you're right. It doesn't have any touches that you would think it has anything to do with them, but I just knew they have this Netflix, Netflix deal or some version of it the way that other creators do. And I know that they haven't actually, to my knowledge, produced anything. So no, from, I think they've been pitching ideas and Netflix has said, no, dude, no. Um, anyway, that's, that's how I see it. Gotcha. Like so somebody, somebody goes in to pitch clickbait and some Netflix suit is like, oh, hell yeah, let's do it. Is that one and of the negatives? I hate clickbait. It's, okay. I hate it. I despise that's, it. That's the thing that I would have watched when it came out, but I've just been busy. So I made time for the chair. I think you should make time for the chair. I have been telling people to make time for the chair. Uh, I think you touched on this, but it's, it's legitimately funny. There's, there's some good laughs in there too. It's kind of, would you call it a dramedy? What uh, genre? Yeah, I would say it's more comedy. I would, I would call it a, a comma. <laughs> it's definitely more, it's comedy first drama second. Um, but what, what's really cool is. So Holland Taylor is this. God, she's like mid eighties. I want to say she's this old, established. No, uh, I think she's English sixty-seven. Prof- she push. Holland Taylor is north of seventy-five. I promise you that. Her age is a plot point in the show. I met her character's age in the show because remember she says when she says to Sandra, "Oh, oh yeah, 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 you're fifty-two," and Sandra yeah. goes, "I'm forty-seven or forty-six. She's I, seventy-eight in real life. Okay, I do think don't don't you remember? Don't they say her yeah, character's yeah. age? Yeah, she goes, I'm, uh, she's like, I'm 67 and they're trying to push me out or something. I don't know. We're, we're off the deep anyway, end, but anyway, um, so, okay. Holland Taylor is this, you know, old, it, her, it appears that she's this old crotchety English professor who, who loves Geoffrey Chaucer, Geoffrey Chaucer, Geoffrey Chaucer, Chaucer. just say Chaucer, Chaucer. Um, and then, and then. The first time you see her character with uh, J. Duplass, who we know was like an absolute mess, but a genius, they like hug and do this like joking, like sexual banter thing. And it's like, oh, they're like really good friends. Like that's so like, that's fun to see. It's like those, the kind of relationship that only happens in the workplace. You know what I mean? Where you're close with someone and you can like, there's that bond that is, you can't have outside of work. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, um, it's fine. It, 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 it spans generations. And I think they did a really good job. Like that's probably the best part of the show. As you say that something that I didn't really think about, but just the relationships in the show, these are people who have supposedly worked together for 10, 20, 30 years. And it feels like it, they did a really good job of making it feel like these people have been in each other's lives in some way or another. It is a little weird that Sandra Oh and, and Jay never like went down this path until now, but whatever. Um, I guess the widowings were recent, I guess, is, as I'm saying that I'm remembering that it was a recent situation. Yeah. His, uh, Mark Duplass, J. Duplass, his wife died like 
maybe six months, a year mm-hmm. earlier. Okay. So I retract that statement. I don't but know. But just, just an enjoyable show. It, like you said, it's three hours total. So just just do it. Nike, just do it. Um, any other thoughts before we move on? Uh, oh, 425. What does that mean? 4.25. Oh, mm-hmm. we're doing two. Okay. You just, yeah. were, you, were you just trying to one up me or did you have uh-huh. it down as 425? Um, but okay. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go four five. I think four five is the highest I've ever gone. And I can't remember what it was. I think four five is the highest I've ever gone. I don't know if I've gotten, by the way, have you watched the Royals and can I convince you to watch the Royals? What's the Royals? Um, like Kansas city. Royals, right. Um, Oh my gosh, am I thinking of the Amazon show? Um, 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 on you Netflix, mean the, Ro- this, the Romanoffs? No, 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 no. The Netflix show, the oh. Swedish Netflix show, The Royals. Oh my gosh, uh-uh. Royal, Young Royals. Oh my gosh, why did I forget that? Young Royals. Is it Can Swedish? I, Swedish? Yes. Will yeah. you watch it? I'm That's the sure. one I think I gave 4.5 stars to because that was the one I almost gave five stars to. Um, <laughs> it's six hours. It's great. You'll like it. So I watched Malice at the Palace. We talked about talking about this. and We did did talk about talking about it. So here I am talking about it. We said we were going to talk about it. It was uh, more stressful than I would have liked. It wasn't bad, but I don't recommend it. I do think we are in a very weird place with this documentary living through it. I think it would be incredibly interesting if you are 20 years old. Because it is so hard to imagine a world without Twitter, without like where people can, and there was, I mean, it was a completely chaotic situation. It was all these things, but that situation would be so different. Now it would be so much worse again with imagine Twitter being there. It just would have been horrific. Um, And so just to think about the world, like how different the world was to see this happen and see all the fallout and everything like it is interesting but we we were 16 right we're old um so it just it, it there wasn't really anything that was shocking to me in it i again it's not a bad it's what an hour ish it's not a bad like mini doc by any means but it's three stars which i think it's three or three and a half stars that i give everything to that you make fun of me for but it, it really is three stars where don't if you got a busy schedule like me and Jack, you got a lot of things flapping in the wind. Like don't make time, don't <laughs> you make might time be us. We do have things flapping. I'm I wouldn't characterize my life as busy though. I like to think I'm busy. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Okay. Because I compare, you know, you then you, you think about people with kids. Imagine having kids. What a nightmare. I would argue I have more well, yeah, true. But I would argue I have more things flapping now than a parent. I bet there's a lot of parents laughing out loud hard at their stereo. Fine. Stereo? If you're, at their radio? <laughs> at their, in their headphones? This, we are very old. No, this, uh, if you're a parent and you're listening to this and you want to argue who has more flapping, you can text me. But anyway, I just, it's, it's uh, fine. It's not great. It's not bad. Um, I have, it, it was honestly very stressful. I, I think they, edited it on purpose to cause anxiety and that worked i'm not a big fan of that tactic i think maybe people who don't watch tv to calm down and who want to feel like i don't know why you would want to feel anxious but if you want to feel anxious watch this show so 
Uh, it's called Untold. Untold. Thank you. How now, about your un- guy Ron? Do you? How did you feel with that? Because I feel like you're old pals with uh, Meta World Peace. I am good buddies with Meta World Peace. We chatted one time for 90 minutes. Um, yeah, I, I, credit to you. I thought you were gonna come on here and wax poetic about how they were so unfairly treated by the media and blah 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 blah. But uh, I, I'm pretty much lockstep with you on this, and I think. <clears throat> Maybe we're spoiled, um, but in this golden era of television, I might be prepared to say we're in the post-golden era of television. You said it off the top. We're a little too flooded. We're oversaturated with stuff right now. And just because there's a documentary on a cool, edgy subject doesn't mean it's a cool, good documentary. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. the biggest takeaway. I think if you give this to... If this is in other hands, if they have a longer, uh, you know, I don't, how am I saying this? It was, it was produced by a group led by Jermaine O'Neal. I'm 99% on and which is fair because it's very much a look at the, um, what, what's that? He's in, he was very involved, but I don't know if he was part of the actual production group. You think it was? I believe, I believe he was. Okay. Um, let me double check that untold another thing (laughs) another thing i want to say while he googles that the guy who got punched who went down on the floor and got punched is actually the worst i know you said that i didn't mention the fact that they were unfairly treated by the media um which probably they were but oh they totally were no i agree okay okay, i I just want to make sure we agree on that i agree and like okay in this player empowerment era that it would have never been that way it would have been like find those fans and lock them up forever kind of thing you know which yeah, maybe that would have been. Maybe we it, could lock it, the guy up that got punched because he. The was, truth is, the truth is somewhere in the middle. The uh, guy that took one to the face, it just was, a a jerk then and a jerk now. Like it's sitting there in twenty in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one, being like, yeah, you shouldn't have punched me. Like what he did was wrong. It's like you went down onto the floor in the middle of a brawl. You are dumb and then the arena worker afterwards that was like yeah he was sitting in the room being like oh we're gonna sue we're gonna get so much money you know blah blah blah. like that guy's the absolute worst but they the other the other thing is it's really really jarring to see the videos of obviously we know like the cup throw that started it all but the them getting i don't know if it's sodas or popcorn or whatever poured on them at the end like jermaine o'neill when he's walking back to the locker room that stuff is awful i hated watching that um and obviously we've seen stuff like that even today but it was so bad i don't this whole thing just made me uncomfortable and upset and i didn't like it jermaine o'neill was like the driving force behind it it says he really wanted it and thought that um him and his pacers got an unfair shake so i think he has an executive producer whatever that means uh he probably called the guys and said hey let's do it uh I thought the most interesting part was how good the Pacers were leading up to that game. It was in November and they were like, they had the best record in the league. I want to say that was cool. Reggie Miller was hurt. I watching that. I always thought Reggie Miller was like an assistant coach to that point. Cause there's a clip of him in street clothes, not in street clothes, but him in a suit, in a suit walking uh, Ron Artest off the court. Um, So it really is sad that, they had a good team and Reggie Miller's the, the, his last season was, you know, stinky. 
Um, it would have been fun to see the Pistons side of the story. I think um, what, Gerald Wallace? Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace. Gerald Wallace is an actor. Ben Wallace is player. in it. Uh, ben Wallace is the only guy in it. It would have been fun to see. I mean, Rip Hamilton, there's a lot of big name Pistons on that, on that team. Uh, Chauncey. Yeah. It just, it, it left me wanting a little bit more. Um, but again, like this is part of a Netflix documentary series entitled untold colon, whatever subject, because there's a new one out. So like I said, like if this was its own documentary, if this was a 30 for 30, it'd be a can't miss 30 for 30. Um, but it's not, it's part of a series. And now that it's done, now that it's been done, you really can't do another one. You know what I mean? Like you can't do a documentary on top of this documentary, at least for the next decade. A Malice of the Palace documentary? Yeah. 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 I think I think the something like that, the more time removed from it, the more interesting it becomes. Um, I don't know if that's interesting is the right word there, but I do think in 30 years when no one's heard of this and they do, Hey, this crazy thing happened. You'll never believe, you know, it's just becomes more interesting than it's 17 years ago, you know? Yeah. It's time, but it's not a ton of time. The point of 30 for 30 was to tell untold stories. That's why most of them were old. Uh, you not untold stories. There was stuff like, I mean, adding stuff, adding elements that you didn't know. So the the Boston Red Sox Yankees down 3-0 Red Sox okay. come back to win it. That one was like controversial because it was so recent and it was so self-serving for Bill Simmons to do that a was, I mean Red that was Sox that one. was he was sitting in a bar talking about his memory of it. That was the worst. How about the U? I mean we all knew the the U was winning national Yeah, I guess you're right that there it's the untold version of you, you know you didn't okay, know. just adding certain stuff yeah. to it that you didn't know about. Um all right, I will give it a 275 it's definitely i think it's worth a watch certainly um and it is fun like like steven jackson i forget (laughs) i forgot how insane he was um that guy like these guys were steven jackson ron otest and jermaine o'neill they're like clinically insane but they're like self-aware about it you know what i mean they're like they're cool with their insanity and it's nuts they were all on the same team and the pistons were the bad boys sorry Ron Artest talks in his, sorry, Meta World Peace talks a lot in his life about his therapy. And he, you like, you were kind of joking there, but he is clinically. No, yeah, no. I'm yeah. Not, not um, Zero jokes. I don't know if Steven Jackson is diagnosed with anything. Anyway, um, I do think one of the parts that I did really like is, and this isn't something new, but just Ron Artest, like Meta World Peace, what his name, um, going through that growth and, humans evolve and it's nice to see humans evolve and then that's juxtaposed with the pistons fan who has not evolved one bit um and i did like the people that can look at that 17 years ago and and say this is where i was wrong and you know i don't know it's it's nice to see human growth um but in general this it just made me very uneasy. I gave it three and said, I don't really recommend it. And you gave it two, seven, five, and you said to watch it. So mm-hmm. we're just on a different scale there. Um, so that was, we didn't intend this, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't map your evening around. Oh, I can't wait to watch Malice in the palace. And look, it's been out two weeks. Like I'm sure a ton of people have already seen it, but if you're on the fence and you got nothing going on, you have an hour and a half, 
I, I mean, I think it's worth popping it on. I agree with that um, sentiment. Do you have two more? Because that no, I have was one more. okay. My second. Okay, I didn't. Know. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that was my second. So, do you want to do? Do you have two more? No, I have one more. Oh, great! How about this? The chair was one of mine. And so we, so, we didn't plan this, but we, we watched. We had the same ones. I have one more. Okay. Well, have you? Clearly, you haven't seen clickbait. Mm-mm. Clickbait is. Black mirror, but with urine and fecal matter all over it. The premise is so good um, that Vinny Chase is abducted and there's a viral video or a video made online that if it gets to 5 million views, he's going to be murdered. And so obviously it gets to 5 million views quite quickly. Uh, Shot in Berkeley and a lot of scenes uh right across from the ferry building in san francisco so that was fun for me um this movie sucks the movie sucks the show sucks uh there's probably people disagreeing with me it is cheap network thrills if you don't know what i mean by that put on manifest that's exactly what i mean like an interesting kind of concept but bad writing bad there's twists and turns they're bad uh stuff you can see coming from a mile away like at the end of the first episode the lead detective is already compromised because he's in love with Vinny chase's sister who's zoe kazan with love um it's just it's and even watching it it feels like i'm watching something on on abc at nine o'clock on a thursday you know what i mean that's surprising that's what i mean like Ugh. the chair is a good show and you feel like you're that that show is not picked up on something like abc or nbc or fox or if it is it's watered down you know what i mean but it's not it feels more like a premium channel kind of deal um this is just so melodramatic and when i saw Vinny Chase. I know his name is not Vinny Chase, but he's Vinny Chase to all of us. I actually, it's Adrian Grenier, but I don't know if that's the exact way you pronounce his last name. So I'm good with us both calling him Vinny Chase. When I saw Vinny Chase was in it, I was like, oh, this preview looks good. This is like a good concept. But I mean, if it was good, Vinny Chase would not be in the lead. And I was spot on because it is not good. Um, You know, there's like this guy has the seemingly perfect life, perfect wife, perfect family. And he's not so perfect. And they, you know, the piece, everyone around him is not so perfect. And everyone's got their little secrets. And it sucks. Um, if you like it, you know, different Stokes, different folks. But you, I, I don't think you can agree that this feels like it belongs Thursday nights, 10 o'clock on ABC. Did you stick it out till the end? No, I've only watched three episodes. Okay. That was I- it. That's all I needed. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's a lot. That's a lot on the show. So it gave me Gone Girl vibes in the preview. Is that a wrong read? No, Gone Girl's great. No, Gone Girl vibes plot wise. Like, does he Gone Girl himself? Like self-sabotage? No, no. Okay. I'm not ruining this for anybody. You find out in the pilot, he did. He did for real. Um, Yeah, you find that out very, very early. That's another thing that I was like, huh. Okay. So Vinny Chase is just in flashbacks like that's how um they they move the 
story forward is by flashing back, which is fucking lame. Um, yeah, that's my thought. I had quasi high hopes, but again, I, I was thinking, oh, this feels like manifest in which I fear the original idea is so good. And then it's just so bad so quickly. And then boom, Netflix picks up manifest because they see that a bunch of stupid people like clicking on it. Did you talk about that show as a wreck or did you just mention that in passing? I feel like you've, we've, we've talked about that show. I think maybe it came up under the, as we were discussing great premise, terrible execution. Okay. Cause I've never actually watched, but I agree with you. Great premise. So it's clickbait is first on my list of things to watch. So I, I think watch- you'll, 30 minutes in, you're going to be like, oh, I see what he means. Like, this yeah. is all, like, not very well done. Interesting. Um, and then, so I'll report back. Did you give this stars? Uh, I'll give it, what was, I gave Space Jam zero, zero. I'll give this 0.5. Harsh. Okay. I gave you the assignment. I do really, really, really want you to watch Young Royals. But I also really want you to try Nine Perfect Strangers. And I have mentioned oh, yeah. that on here. It's on Hulu. I believe there would be five out now. So it's not complete. You don't have to wait until it's complete, but you could, I guess. Um, it, Nicole Kidman, not David E. Kelly. Who produced? Um, I thought it was David E. Kelly. Is it David E. Kelly? It sounded weird, but it came yeah, out of my mouth. Yeah, okay. David E. Kelly. So... I would say, whoa, I just got real loud there. I say, I want you to watch this because I am really enjoying this show. And I actually didn't think I would. I read the book, classic, take a shot. Every time I say I read the book, I read the book. And I, the book was enjoyable, but I was like, this would be a mess as a TV show. There's certain plot lines that just wouldn't work, but they made it work. They did a really, really, really good job with casting. I am thoroughly enjoying watching this show and I don't know if I like it because I know what's coming. Because obviously I don't know what's coming. They did change. They added this mystery in. Um, in the book, Nicole Kidman has a heart attack. And she starts this health retreat because she had a heart attack and she was working 80 hours a week, 100 hours a week, whatever, smoking, drinking, living an unhealthy life. So she has a heart attack because she's working too hard. So she moves to, it's Australia in the book, but in, in the show it's LA or um, like an Ojai type place. And she starts this health retreat. So in the show, she got shot. And that's in the first episode. So I'm not spoiling anything. And there's a mystery of someone is now sending her threats again. And she thinks maybe it's someone at the retreat, like the calls coming from inside the house kind of thing. So they added a random mystery that has nothing to do with anything. Um, We'll see how that plays out. But in general, I like the show and I recommend the show. And I don't want to give it four stars because we have at least three episodes left, but it's very promising so far. And I don't know if I, again, I don't know if I just have a weird read on it because I have like a weird bias, but I do think that it's very enjoyable and I would like to get a more objective opinion. So you should watch Nine Perfect Strangers. But you also really should watch Young Royals. So I don't know what to tell you to watch first. Mm. I bet you're not going to take my advice anyway. No, I. Uh, you're not the first person to tell me um, Nine Perfect Strangers. I I actually started it a couple of weeks ago, but I was not in the right headspace. You know what I mean? So like 
seven minutes in, they were doing the like quasi expository introducing all the characters by showing them all drive Mm -hmm. along the Australian countryside. That's supposed to be like Santa Barbara. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, I can't, I'm not doing this. Uh, I think as you, it, it was a way to show how how star-studded the cast was, which, I, boy, oh, boy, is it star-studded. It all, yeah. So, and I, it's funny you said that. I, did, I guess it did actually shoot in Australia. I don't know why they made it be California, but it um, it definitely has Big Little Lies vibes. That's also Nicole Kidman and David E. Kelly. If you like Big Little Lies, obviously season one of that show was great. So maybe don't come in with those types of expectations but i do think if you liked big little lies there is a good chance you like this show i it's it's very much an ensemble cast i mean sorry it's literally called nine perfect strangers so there's nine people in addition to nicole kidman and the staff at the retreat so there's 10 super famous people in this tv show and actually one of my favorite my favorite character in the show is the daughter who you don't know because you haven't watched it yet, but her name is Zoe. And she looks just like Shailene Woodley, who was in Big Little Eyes, also engaged Aaron Rodgers. And she looks like her. She is not her. She is fabulous in the show. I love her. I love her storyline so far. And yeah, I'm just enjoying, it's a week to week at this point. They release three and then one, 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 whatever. I don't know what the, the full plan, but I am enjoying popping on Hulu and firing this show up. So why isn't Luke Evans a bigger star? Is he Lars? Luke Evans is, I don't know. I don't watch the show. I just saw the cast. Luke Evans is in it. Oh, I thought maybe you had the cast list with like their character names. Um, I don't know. He's really, he's, so his friendship with Zoe, the daughter is my favorite part of the show. Um, he's good in it for sure. I don't know why he's not a bigger star. I, um, I think they just did a, a, an amazing casting job in general. Uh, I am looking up my something that I'm quite excited for. And it premieres, mm. oh, it premieres next Tuesday, September 7th, Mike Ferris's birthday. Um, but unfortunately, oh, wait, is it gonna be on? It's gonna be on FX, so it'll be on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It should be. Uh, impeachment American Crime Story. I wrote that down, yeah. It's so okay. And that's Clinton and Monica. Yep. You're super excited. I, I am mixed on that. I'm going to watch it. Um, Beanie Feldstein as, uh, as, Monica. as Monica. Um, Have you ever watched the Clinton affair on? No, is it a doc? It is. It's a five part doc on who had, who, oh, you don't know this. Who had the original surviving r kelly i want to say lifetime but that feels so wrong it's not it was like it was definitely lifetime yeah that's why i didn't want to watch it because it was a lifetime surviving r kelly no offense to all the lifetime lovers out there the doc's great the doc no no no. i agree i agree i agree but for a long time i didn't want to watch it i was like no really it's lifetime how good could it be the reason i remember is because you have to go into the app to watch it now it's on netflix and if you haven't seen it you should watch it but you had to go into the app to watch it. And it was a weird app and it was the same app. I watched um, the Clinton affair, I believe mm-hmm. it's called. Um, and that was really good. I, yeah, I don't know. I mixed on American crime story. Cause did, have you liked all the other ones they've done? Did you I've like only it? ever watched OJ. I didn't okay. watch the, the Versace. Um, Versace. 
And did they do one on the Menendez brothers? Or was that something else? I don't remember if it was. I do think they did one more. I don't remember if it was on the Menendez brothers. There was a uh, time where there was a lot of Menendez brothers content. Um, so it's especially interesting because there's a new Netflix uh, docu-series out on 9-11. Uh, and they lay out a timeline. It's I've only watched uh, an episode and a half, but it is it just came out today. Yeah. It is uh, it's very very good. And they talk about how you know the vacuum of power once Afghanistan or once uh, Russia left Afghanistan, blah blah blah. Like the anti-American sentiment should have been on the forefront of everyone's like psyche. But we were so preoccupied with the, you know, things like impeaching Clinton for getting his rocks off in the Oval Office that we were, you know, and I mean, obviously there's more to it. Like we were in our own perfect little world. Um, but uh, that made me think I was watching it. And I, <laughs> you know, the documentary kind of shames uh, late 90s America for for being so obsessed with ourselves but at the same time i was like oh that's right next week is the fx show i can't fucking wait um so I, have we learned our lesson probably not yeah i can't speak to us being obsessed with ourselves and like our cultural pride and or the divide currently i'm unwilling to speak on those topics um here but i do hope this is another chapter in like the justice for monica because we talked about how players got a fair shake at malice in the palace like talk about getting an unfair shake you know the entire world in the response to monica Lewinsky. but she's kind of had her moment i think so i'm wondering how this will be not portraying her but i'm just wondering what the tone it takes is that's a bummer with monica i agree that being said i just dialed in monica Lewinsky net worth 1.5 1.5 million bucks. So not that much actually. Does she make it off speaking engagements or books? What is she mm. what is she making money off? New career. Like how does Yeah, she... public speaker, an activist for anti-bullying. So she can't be judging that much. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm ready I'm ready to end it on all these notes, are you? You want to keep talking about Monica's how she gets Did she ever write a book? Did she write a book? She had to. No? You I know, know what? If she didn't, then she came to some kind of NDA agreement with the Clintons, you know, because what's what what's not what's holding her back from writing a tell all and making a ton of money. Wait, here we go. Monica joined forces with author Andrew Morton and published her first book titled Monica's Story. The book was released in 1999. She was paid a sum of one million dollars. With. 500,000 up front. In the meantime, Lewinsky was working on a new handbag line for her new career as a designer. <laughs> she achieved a measure of success, but the attention she received from the media in the United States was beginning to wear on her. All right. Um, yeah, let's, before I say something very offensive, let's get out of here. You said it premieres September 7th. So that's Se- next seven. Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Okay. We'll try to watch that if we do a Wednesday pod. But again, not to make the 17th reference to the flapping, but Clive Owen as Bill. Oh, what? I definitely didn't know that. No, Clive Owen. I've we, seen uh, pictures of Beanie Feldstein, but I have not, I did not know it was Clive Owen. That is so he, weird. Isn't he British? He is British. We outsourced Bill Clinton. 
we outsourced an Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas. Ar- yeah, like like Arkansasian. How do you say heart, a heartland president? One of only a handful of like Southern. straight up true blue heartland of America presidents, and we went across the pond. I feel like sometimes Dominic West's American accent is so bad it sounds Southern, but we don't need to get into that. Um, are you saying the Southern accents are bad? No, I'm saying sometimes Dominic West, like when British people do American accents, sometimes when they're not good at it, they sound Southern. Am I? Uh, maybe I'm not making sense. I am to me, but that's okay. We're going to go watch, I almost called it the Clinton Affair, impeachment and other things. We might be back next week. Do you want to make a promise? I'm not willing to make a promise. I promise nothing. 